Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Grams of leaders of CCs, pounds, close caps, close calls, close encounters, close up, counselors, leaders of grams, get your dose stuck, cut this up, post up, and get dosed up. This for them vote, they like to move and make the most of Monday night at eight. Can't wait to set you straight. These opinions and debates for them folks that can't relate. I gotta elevate your mind through these signs of the time. Dishing out that medication for that deaf, dumb, and blind. And I ain't hard to find. You can catch me in those trenches. I drew the groundwork and I ain't waiting on no sense. I be touching on them topics politicians fail to mention. And I don't vote for nobody that ain't got good intentions. I'm relentless for my people and I'm here to make a change. I got that truth serum hooked directly to your veins. Hey, this is for my people. Tune in, catch a close. Close up, close up, a close up, grams of it, tune liters of it, close up, pounds of it, pounds of it, yeah, grams of it, liters of it, pounds, get your dosed up, dosed up, dosed up, yeah, get dosed up. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I go by Sharpshooter, aka another dose or dose. Show's called Dosed Up. Let's get to it. Glad y'all been waiting on it. That's right, that's right. Right. A little bit about myself, man. Um, I hail from the A, Southwest Atlanta, that is. Uh, what side? What side? What side? West side. West, West side, side be the best side. You already know. <laughs> and, um, born and you, raised? Hey, not born and raised, but okay. from there. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So... In this show, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to be describing and talking about some of the experiences that I had growing up down south. Uh, a lot of things that I like to do, which is I love art, love doing music, and I'm always down for my people. I'm in the seek, uh, seek truth and knowledge, and I'm from that clan of that, or that tribe of that each one teach one. You know, I'm going to always pass on something. Love to help my own. Um, I'm kind of concerned. A little bit tired and fed up at what I see is happening. People are always asking me to speak on it or what am I doing about it? And now you see. Right, 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 right. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. <laughs> okay. What better way to jump this off than right. Black History Month? Okay. You know, um, I mentioned music, so with that being said, I want to give a shout out to my Grind Time Rap Gang family, Grind Time Official. We got this right here. Of course, you know, my guy Killer Mike just recently won them Grammys. That's right. That's Bringing right. it back home to the A. It was a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and pain that went in there. This ain't no overnight thing. That was over 20 years he put in that thing. So, salute. 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 That's right. All right. Since we shouting out and since we in the theme of Black History Month, I would like to identify a guy named Mr. Alexander Miles. Uh, he was awarded a patent in 1887, believe it or not, on October 11, and this patent was for opening and closing doors in the elevator. Okay. So that was considered to be elevator innovation, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But not only was he skillful at that, my guy also opened up a life insurance company called the United Brotherhood, and he did that in Chicago. Okay. He was okay. born, though, in Pickaway, Ohio in 1838. So I dug way back 
But I'm just saying, though, if guy had them skills in 1887 to pull that off, mm -hmm. you know, we, we capable of doing some magnificent things. You know, I always like to acknowledge what we got going on as far as for the culture, you know, who's making waves and trending. Also want to talk about morals and values. Mm -hmm. Morals and values of what we have going on within our culture. Um, got a lot of mothers out there this morning. Uh, we have a lot of men out there um, womanizing. We got a lot of broken homes out there. Mm -hmm. um, we don't discuss it a lot. We post about it, and it always seems like we're battling each other when we post about it. Right. Um, I don't see a lot of resolutions. I just see a lot of blaming. Um, and to be honest, why blame when you can try to resolve and figure out what some of the problem is? Um, Do you think that the, um, the battling back and forth about it is... Um is a form of communication, or does you think it do you think it causes more problems than um, solutions? I mean, more problems than you know. Okay, um, that's a good question. Communication is always good, but is it communication from frustration or communication for clarification? Mm -hmm. Is it communicating to blame someone, to mm -hmm. cast judgment, or is it communicating to share an idea and an opinion or try to resolve? Mm -hmm. um, is it two-sided communication or just one side one person wanting you to take their view on someone else and right. never let you hear their side of the story so it's bias mm -hmm. um there's a lot of things like i say we got to work on um me for one i'm not necessarily big on putting my problems and issues out on social media for the world to see and, and getting advice kind of from strangers right. or um i at least like to get advice from someone who's in similar positions or have had some of the same experiences that I've had. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of people speaking on marriage that ain't married. You're you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, so right. <laughs> if you're going to do that, right. maybe you might want to say, based on what I've seen my parents who have been married for 40 years plus, uh -huh. then you may have a little bit of say-so in what you see. Uh -huh. But you can't necessarily say what you're feeling because you ain't been married. Right. The, uh, and, and I and I get what you're saying because you have a lot of guys who's talking about you have to you know take care of the home and the, and the wife mm -hmm. and the kids financially, which I think most guys want to do, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. they're not doing it themselves. You know, I saw it's, a video where mm -hmm. the guys like you, you know the wife got to be at home, you got to make sure she's good. And then at mm -hmm. the end of the video, he says, "I'm not there yet," mm -hmm. but so I mean, then I'm saying to myself, he said, "I'm not there yet, but I'm trying to get there." Well, why promote it? Talk to me about it when you get there. Yeah. Talk to me mm -hmm. about it when you're there, you're doing it, and mm -hmm. you know exactly the, the experiences it, it, and, and how, it, how it feels mm -hmm. to be doing it. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me about what needs to happen and mm -hmm. you're not able to do those mm -hmm. things that you're telling me that I need to make happen. You get what I'm saying? Because obviously there's a reason why you're not doing it, Uh huh. but you're promoting that you want it to be done. There's a reason why you're not able to do it. This might be the same reason why I'm not able to do it right now. Mm-hmm. But mm -hmm. those narratives, I've never, I've never said those narratives. Those things are never, you know, told. Um, I'm in agreement with that, and sometimes it makes you have to step back and wonder, what is your relation towards that person? Meaning, like, a lot of people are they trying to finesse you? Um, what is the intent behind what this person is trying to gain? Um, a lot of people will put the cart before the horse. 
um, I'm more of the type of person, I'm always self-improving, self-improving, self-improving. So I'm not necessarily going to jump out there and try to combine or, or build a relationship with someone and I'm lacking. You know, um, I at least want to be able to hold my own. Right. If I'm not able to hold my own, then how can I ask or demand or require that from anyone else? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people look at it like, um, because I get this all the time, can, you, can I hold 40? Can I get this, that? You know, I'll give it back to you on Friday. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't ask me, do I have it to give or what's my situation? Right. I might be thinking, okay, I can give them this 40, but I know they say they're going to give it back to me Friday. Great, because I'm going to need it for this shape up or this haircut Saturday. Right. Friday come, you don't even hear from them. Right. Now, you feel in a certain way like, man, do I got to ask this person for my money now? I'm in a disposition because I gave it to them. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always the kind of person that will give somebody the shirt off my back. I've had to understand don't put yourself where I have to borrow money because I let someone else borrow money. Right, right. Um, it's difficult because that's just the thread that I come from. But what ends up getting you in the end is you don't want to feel without, right, you know, right, and right. taking care of yourself is just as much of responsibility. So I can't put you before me. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, that's why I'm saying uh, with the morals and the values is, it's like I say, um, when they're getting over, on each other or killing each other, finessing everybody. When did that become trending or when did it become a lifestyle? And like, what, what triggers this from a lot of people? Mm. I, like, a lot of these things, for me, I, I think a lot of this stuff came along with the prolification of social media. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of it may have been going on back in the day, but it just wasn't as prevalent as it is now because okay. we have such access to it. Mm -hmm. So what happens, what generally happens is, is when you see things happening more often, you get desensitized to it, and you think mm -hmm. it's not a big thing to, to do it. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you're used to seeing it. It's like, it's like watching uh, violent movies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We see so many violent movies that now when we see it, we do see some violence, most of us, it's not that big of a thing to us because we're so desensitized to seeing it. Okay. So when you have those things going on and you have years and years and years and years of stuff being piled onto you, like that, you tend to take it in with a grain of salt and mm -hmm. think it's not that, that, that big of a deal. So mm -hmm. I, I think that, that has a lot to do with it as well. Okay, um, I definitely agree with that. Um, as far as the desensitized part, I've been desensitized to a degree, but by only entertainment. Because right. when you go out there and you live in this and when you really seeing what's going on, uh, you have to have some particular type of compassion. Mm -hmm. Plus, uh, I work in the hospital, in the healthcare medical field, mm -hmm. um, literally saving lives. So I see where we can all end up, even though we think we're cool right now, watching TV, eating hot wings, drinking something, you can end up flat on your back with an EKG attached to you and, and intravenous going through your veins. Mm -hmm. um, when we see our loved ones in that particular situation, oh, now we're compassionate. Mm -hmm. See, the desensitivity... You know, all of that. Where was that? Yeah. So I say that to say um, it's like we're kind of setting ourselves up for failure if you are looking at our demise and our downfall and listening to it on a daily basis. And then when you go out, you respond like what you see. Your, your life is imitating the art 
rather than the art is imitating the life in per se. The line is starting to get blurred. Um, Literally, like I said, and I was telling you, you know, before we we were airing, I've been on a train with the serial stabber, seeing my guy leaking, you know what I'm saying? And I rode the train the day that the guy got murdered at 8 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm there at 5, then I'm there at 3. So death literally... I'm crossing paths. Right, right. It's, it's instances path. where I can be there and see that. Uh-huh. And I'm saying, this ain't happening. You know, it ain't nobody that don't look like me that's not doing it to me or right. doing it to the other people. It, it's us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point, when do we have enough of it? When do we get enough? When do we look at it as, is it entertainment? Or are we just getting exploited? I see at some point, sometimes people are trying to upload, beheading somebody on YouTube. And I'm like, man, yeah, I have social media. Yeah, I watch YouTube and stuff, but I didn't sign up for that. Like, I don't want to see that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, that's just me, per se. If I don't want my life to start looking like my timeline, and mm-hmm. I don't imitate my life, ain't imitate my timeline. A lot of times, the timeline is not necessarily the things that you like. Exactly. A lot of times, the timeline is the thing that the algorithm wants to promote. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you may say to yourself, like, like me, I like DJ videos, so I'm always on DJ. Then I might see something. I'm like, why is this on my timeline? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what the algorithm wants to promote. So a lot of times we may see things on our timeline that we necessarily don't usually watch or like mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the algorithm pushing that thing to the top. So mm-hmm. that's that's the reason why. Now, some things are because of the amount of things that we like in that particular category. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times some stuff that we see that we know we ain't been liking. Like, we know we ain't been liking these type of videos. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, they in our timelines because the algorithm wants to be promoted. Okay. You know yeah. what That's mm-hmm. what's being pushed. Mm-hmm. That, a lot of times, we have to think about those things as well um, and, and realize that those things, uh, a lot of things that we see are not necessarily because we want to see them. Mm-hmm. It's because... it. It, because it wants to be pushed upon us. Now, I'm going to get back to something else you said real quick. You uh-huh. said it's us doing it to us, and that's true. But you know that a lot of times crime happens in other places as well, mm-hmm. and it's not promoted as much as it's promoted within it, our society mm-hmm. because people commit crimes where they're from. Yes. People commit crimes within the society that they're used to being in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You not, won't necessarily go over to white folks' neighborhood and, and commit a crime, but white mm-hmm. folks commit a Crimes so, in their neighborhood, you exactly. You get what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. you know, I, I, I think a lot of times that, that whole narrative of, you know, black-on-black crime is is a narrative that does, does not necessarily need to be pushed because mm-hmm. white people commit crimes of white people, but you don't hear saying white-on-white crime. You don't hear them saying Italian-on-Italian mm-hmm. Italian crime, but they mm-hmm. all commit crimes to each other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have to realize that a lot of times media pushes things on us negatively because we are the punching bag. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you want to punch on something, you pick the black folks to punch on. Mm-hmm. So, the only way we can get it better if we do better. And I'm going to give you that. So, so I address the black on black as far as I hear it in the, um, I got the automatic, I got the blicky, I'm a mm-hmm. pile, I'm a kill. It. And you don't have your automatic or blicky for nobody but me. When I'm at the BP on, hey, man, you know, when I'm over there near the temp or if I'm over on MLK going to the gas station, when I enter the gas station, everybody got their extendos on them. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Let's not have a, a misunderstanding in this bitch today. Right. You know, so, but I mean, I love it if you want to be protected, but I don't love it that you have to be protected from me. Right. Because right. I'm not going to put you in harm's way. Right. You know, I'd rather protect you than try to take you out. Um, that's what we need to be. If we armed, why can't we be brothers in arms? Right. Why we got to be armed to take out another brother? Um, also, I agree with you because um, definitely it's always the narrative portrayed and we're not necessarily the ones bankrolling the, narr the portrayal of the narrative. Exactly. Um, but that's why I encourage us to do things like bankroll a positive narrative. Mm -hmm. um, I want to see a movie where it ain't always got to be a 42. It ain't always got to be a the help. It doesn't have to be a, <laughs> right. I'm just saying, you know, right. it, it, I agree with it you doesn't have 12 years a slave. Right. Um, however, many, you, you keep going, name them all. But at some point, people of our color, where you want to call it copper, you know, we were gods on this planet. Mm. You know, can we have a movie depicting that? Or can we pick up from that lineage and start discussing things, our well-being, our mm. preservation, bro? Because, mm. like, we... The black man about to be extinct, you know, and we're going to take our women right on with us yeah. if we're going to keep letting them, you know, play with us like this, bro. Yeah, but, you know, they have help. You know, we help them. We help them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, they have, a lot of, they have a lot of agents within our society. They help them do certain things like that. Um, I don't, a lot of people don't realize that how narratives are changed and how things are done with, with, from within. Uh -huh. To without, and that's because you have a lot of agents that come in and, and um, infiltrate our society, and you know do things or say things, and and then that thing spreads, you know, magnificently. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we have too many billionaires and millionaires within our society for us not to be making movies like you say. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I applaud the Tyler Perry's and the Oprahs, but you know, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know. And I'm not knocking him because he's a great person. He's done great things. I just don't necessarily mm -hmm. know if his movies and shows necessarily portray that. You know no. what I'm saying? I don't. I, I mean, I, I, they, I think some of them do, but they have to be on a grander scale than what mm -hmm. it is now. And don't get me wrong, the powers that be that own these these uh, movie companies and these social medias and all that stuff mm -hmm. doesn't want that image portrayed. They don't want the younger youth thinking that they are greater than what they want them to think that they are. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if we start thinking that we're, we've been great and we are, we're great and we're going to be greater as we move on, mm -hmm. then that whole narrative and that whole plight that they're trying to put upon us changes. Because now we're thinking we're great. Now we're thinking we're magnificent people, and we are. And we and we're and we're stomping the ground that yep. way, and we're yep. changing the narrative that way. Mm -hmm. We have that. That and can't be done. Well, it's gonna be done, and it's being done now. <laughs> and anyone I come across, especially that look like me, I let them know, man. We all have special powers. Once you unlock them, mm -hmm. you can do many things with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, do you know your purpose? Right. A lot of us are just living without a purpose, man. We living for materials. Mm -hmm. We living for a net worth. Your net worth ain't no value to me. You know, your morals are more valuable to me than your net worth. I don't know what you did to get your money. <laughs> Seriously. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if you if you a finesse, if you negative, if you robbing, stealing, shooting, and killing to get your money, 
it, it's you devalued yourself. Mm-hmm. Like people are invaluable to me, right. and you know I'm focused on I'm plight oriented, so that's what I'm I'm speaking on. Mm-hmm. A little bit militant, you know what I'm saying? But you don't want to scare nobody out your cause. <laughs> so, but when it's that time, oh trust me. But, but you know that I tell this to everybody. Sometimes people got to be sacrificed. There's no revolution oh, yeah. without sacrifice. And then mm-hmm. some people can't handle the pressure of revolution to understand that in order for us to move forward as a people, some things have to be done and some people have to be let go. Mm-hmm. And they're not the, they don't need to be a part of that revolution. So, you know, I, I, militant is, 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 is a construct. Like, mm-hmm. are you, are, what's militant? Like, what, what does militant really mean? Are you being militant because you're going against the powers that be mm-hmm. from having your people being, being, uh, suffering for for 450 years is that militant because you don't want that to continue for 450 years more or is that a hero I mean it's all in the narrative yeah, that, you per- yeah. that you portray mm-hmm. I mean man a lot of times a lot these kind of conversations don't happen because people generally don't for one they don't know how uh-huh. but for two it's a it's a very sticky conversation to have. Because why yeah. am I going to be militant mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. and talk about revolution with you mm-hmm. and lose what I have? You know what I'm saying? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see. That's, what the, that's the part of revolution people don't mm-hmm. It's sacrifice. We've gone, if you want your children and grandchildren to be worried about less things like getting shot by police uh-huh. more often and things like that nature, then what are you going to do? What are you going to sacrifice to make sure that happens it's not going to happen within our generation. We can forget that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but we mm-hmm. do have generations to come that we don't necessarily want them fighting for the same things. Because if you think about it, the things that Martin Luther King and were fighting for and all that, we're still fighting for. It's just a different narrative. Yep. Well, first things first is if you care about yourself, you can get others to care about you. Mm-hmm. If you don't care about yourself, you're not even going to have very many people that's willing to ride with you for whatever cause or whatever purpose you think you might have. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not here to force nobody. I'm not here to convince nobody. I'm here to just put a message out. Mm -hmm. All right. So I shine. I know I do. Ain't nobody. I ain't got to convince. Nobody got to convince me. I mean, I know. So with that being said, you said militant. Well, when I throw out certain signals or when I throw out certain messages or when you throw out a certain frequency and you throw out a certain vibe, Mm -hmm. If a like-minded individual is within earshot, vibe, frequency, vibration shot, mm-hmm. it'll bounce back to me. Mm-hmm. And now you got, you can build with it. You can connect. You can combine. Mm-hmm. Um, rarely will I repel it if it's seeking me out and we're on the same level. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Then it's more of a, that's another thing that we can get into. Like, I don't really compete. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to compete with nobody. But, but. If I'm militant and you're mm-hmm. militant and we're having a conversation, mm-hmm. we already know what's up. Exactly. We need the people that aren't as mm-hmm. militant as us to come within our group because mm-hmm. I can be mil- us talking to each other is great, mm-hmm. but we need to be able to talk to other folks to get them to understand why this is a necessary process, mm-hmm. why this is a necessary thing that needs to happen for us as black folks. Now we say us as black folks because we are black <laughs> and mm-hmm. we want to make sure our communities are better. If anybody's offended by it. Oh, well, it, oh so well, be it. Oh, hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know you heard that. <laughs> so be it. But at the same time, we got to have these conversations mm-hmm. if we want. Because to be honest with you, like I told you earlier before we even came live, mm-hmm. we're being erased. 
Our history oh, is yeah. being erased. They're taking books down and banning books about history and slavery mm-hmm. and black accomplishments every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while we sit online and watch twerking videos and naked asses, mm-hmm. our history is being slowly erased. And mm-hmm. two or three generations ahead of time, our grandkids and great-grandkids are not going to even know about slavery. They're not going to even know about the accomplishments that we've made from being nothing to being a little bit of something. Yeah. Because they're not going to... All in the aspect of not of not making white children feel mm-hmm. bad about themselves, but mm-hmm. you for making black children feel bad about themselves forever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. when are we going to wake up and realize that we have to do what is necessary to make sure that our lineage, our lineage, mm-hmm. and our history mm-hmm. moves forward as well? Um, you first thing, the most important thing I like to do is lead by example. That way I ain't got to talk to nobody. I ain't got to say nothing. I'm just doing it. I'm being me. I wake up every day and this is what you're going to get out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be as mo- as truthful as I can. And what I mean by that, I'm not going to tell you a lie unless it's going to save your life. Right. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? It, this is what those stuff is right. about. Getting that medication that you need, you know, um, some things are hard pills to swallow, uh, you know, but people do it every day. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes those people should be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like with me, um, I feel proud. I feel honored, privileged to speak and do these type of things. My daughter ain't the only person that I drop gems on, mm-hmm. man. I've dropped gems on people older than me, mm-hmm. young, uh, my age. And then I let young people drop gems on me, too. Mm-hmm. But that's what we were talking about earlier before we went live, and that's like bridging the gap. If we don't pass these morals, the, the way to treat each other, these values, the history that we know, you know, that we know is to be true, that we know are facts, not his story. If we don't continue to just pass this on, then, yeah, we will be pretty much obliterated. I mean, we passing on bad habits. Right. We passing on balling, not investment. Mm-hmm. We passing on weaponry you know what i'm saying not deeds mm-hmm. we passing on you know negativity not positivity mm-hmm. uh i mean you know we don't even pass skills no more mm-hmm. like trades that's true you know uh damn it's like what do we want to do i mean some folk can't even write in cursive and spell no more without oh, this oh, phone oh, like oh, like oh, seriously oh. man and that's I, because we don't read <laughs> Hey man, reading is fundamental. I'm we don't you. read. That's our one of our problems is we don't necessarily pick up a book and try to read. Not necessarily. We don't even have to be a physical book. You mm-hmm. can do audio books, but you also can do books on your iPads. All of us have iPads. Kindles. Some. All of us have iPads. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way we the do. World we works do. today. Yeah, we all have iPads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like you can pick up that thing, that iPad and go to uh, go to social media. You can pick up that iPad and read a chapter of a book every day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that reading needs to be done. I think we need to continue. And I'm going to say this from a person who didn't. When I grew up, Mm -hmm. my grandmother used to make me read for an hour to two hours every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. You know why she used to make me do that? Because she could not read. Oh, wow. She was from Mississippi. She moved to Chicago. Mm -hmm. She could not read. Mm -hmm. But she owned a three-story building. She used to read. She could not read or write very well, uh-huh. but she couldn't read very well at all. Okay. And she used to make me read to her every night, mm. right when the great TV shows was coming on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And back then in Chicago, used all the good shows would come on at 7. Mm-hmm. And you could guarantee at 7 o'clock every night, mm-hmm. my grandmother had me reading books.
books, not news articles, literally uh-huh. books. And she would make me read for two hours straight every day. Wow. But that in itself taught me reading, taught me writing, taught me uh-huh. punctuation, it taught me all that. Mm-hmm. And and the only reason I and I'm not gonna say the only reason I did it, but I think the reason why it was so much pushed on me is because she didn't want me going forward not being able to read as she did not. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I get like you. even I with get writing you. now, everybody writes in text. They uh-huh. don't necessarily write out the whole words. They don't mm. necessarily write out when they when they send you a text, they don't put commas and pot periods yeah. and and all that stuff within that text. They just re- let the text run on and it's shortened words and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of you, while you shorthand. You, right, man, it's shorthand. You know. And the reason why that was so I don't think people really realize why <laughs> why we write in text like that. You know why we write in text like that? Because when text first came out, uh-huh. they used to charge you per letter. Oh yeah, clearly, clearly. Right, clearly. Right. you got to make it short and sweet, right, man. Right, right. They used to or you gonna run you out of letter. characters and all so that other stuff to, too. So we used to, we used to, you know, we didn't want to back then. Mm-hmm. Since I'm coming from an era where first, when I first saw the first cell phones and all that stuff, mm-hmm. we didn't want to have to pay nine hundred dollars for a text. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, at thirty or forty cents a letter, so we would shorten those those. But that's not necessary now. All this stuff is free now. Man, texting remind me of ebonics. <laughs> but um, okay, so for the reading, man. I like to tell a lot of people who have young children this. This is how I help my daughter get ahead in life, um, through reading. First of all, she got a $300,000 scholarship, so I ain't had to pay for nothing. So that's good enough from reading. That's enough for you to learn how to read right there. Right. But um, what I would do is when she got old enough to be able to pronounce them cat in the hat words, okay, now we go into the dictionary. Anything you want to know, you can go to the dictionary, spell it out, tell me what it say. All right, then I kept my literature books from middle school, high mm-hmm. school, and college. Mm-hmm. So when she in elementary school, she reading middle school stuff. Mm-hmm. When she in middle school, she reading high school stuff. Mm-hmm. This accelerated her Growth. intellect. Yeah, right. and, 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 and I mean, and she right. acing all the tests, scholar this, scholar that. Now, I mean, to me, if she had D's and F's, she going to be loved just the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this is simply to... Some tools to get ahead in life. Mm-hmm. So if you give them something advanced when they're a little bit younger, they're going to recognize that it's subliminal mm-hmm. because the same thing she was telling me, Dad, precautious. You're five and six years old and you're telling me, precautious, what does that mean? I don't even know how to spell it. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, but you just said it. Right. All right. So in five years or however long it takes, first of all, you know to go look it up. but. Right. When you hear it being said to you in a sentence years from now, it's going to trigger because right. you've already heard it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like, it just shocked me. I was mm-hmm. amazed at how she would end up reading stories to me. Mm-hmm. So it goes from me having story time and I'm reading to her to her reading to me. Yeah, I, you, think, I think we don't realize how much of a sponge our children are, when they're, especially when they're at younger ages. As they grow older, maybe not so much. But uh-huh. when they're younger children... Like you said, five or six years old. Mm-hmm. When they're younger children, they they're a sponge. They take up. You know, you think about when you tell 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 people, man, don't say that around around her because yep. she repeats everything you say. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we they soak up so much stuff and so much information. That's the time to shove a book in front of them. That's the mm-hmm. time to to get let them listen to some classical music and things of that nature in order to expand their mind. Not necessarily to gravitate them away from mm-hmm. their society, but to expand their mind to where they can sit in the room and talk about anything with anyone mm-hmm. because their mind is so 
you know, expanded. They have so much information, and, mm-hmm. and they can have a conversation with anybody. You should be able to sit down. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. I've always been told, don't ever go in a room thinking you know Thinking, you're the smartest the person in it. Room because uh-huh. there's bound to be somebody in there that knows more about it than you. You get what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. But if you are in the room, be able to have a conversation within the room. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, if I don't know it, I'm going to look it up for right. you. <laughs> and, um, man, like I say, if you can't get it out of book, get it out of nature, man. Right. Nature teaches you, too. I can read nature like a mug all day. Be reading temperatures, reading what them squirrels doing, reading what the trees tell me, the sun, the moon, the stars. It's a whole bunch of signs out there in these elements and if you pay attention to it. But some people ain't into it. I might be. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm trying to give them little gems and jewels to you get ahead. You outside in the grass. With your really, you do. <laughs> if you really want to get in tune with some chakras, you right, would. You right. know what I'm saying? Walk on the beach in the sand with your feet, which is which not necessarily at night, but in the daytime. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that sand, uh, for one, give you a pedicure. And for two, let mm-hmm. you feel that, that earth beneath your feet. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So another thing I wanted to touch on with like the morals and the values, how we treat everyone and all of these things. We don't want to start confusing substance abuse, drug abuse, um, just acting out from anger, maybe uh, being broken home or, 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 you know, your wife divorced you or something, you done been cheated on. We're not trying to confuse that with mental health. Um, you know, a lot of folks trying to use that as a cop-out now, man, temporarily this and that. Man, you were fine five minutes ago. Now you just nutted up because you didn't get this and that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Temporary insanity. Hey, man, and first of all, you know, I've worked on a behavioral unit before and delivered medication, so there's a big difference when you are not in control of your synapses and things that's going on in your mind mm-hmm. and when you're sitting up here trying to play a role. Okay. Um, and like Tell I said. Yes, and, and even even with, with the ones that are legally and legitimately, you know, considered to have a behavior problem or health issue, even they don't even elope with you all the time when you're actually on that unit. So I'm like, you know, a lot of this uh, is just, to me, some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, cop-outs. Know, know, you know, what you're doing and why you're doing it. And just like you were saying, just have some compassion and some grace Mm -hmm. those are words that i haven't heard grace and mercy grace Grace mercy mercy. we we do not give that no we we don't give that do you think about how many times we show no mercy (laughs) i'm serious like right broad daylight now we doing things right right but Um, we definitely don't give we definitely don't give grace and mercy um like you were saying earlier you know and i say this all the time it's not a problem until it's your problem yeah. You get what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier about, you know, people getting hurt and things like that. You not you don't have a problem until it's your person that's being hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I, I agree one hundred percent. We don't give grace and mercy. I don't know why grace and mercy is so irrelevant within mm-hmm. our society, but we damn sure don't give it. You th- like what we were talking about earlier. If if I'm walking in the store and you're walking out the store and we catch eyes at each other, our first thing is not to shake hands and say, what's up, bro? Man. Our first thing is to say, what the fuck is he yeah, looking yeah. at? Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> so, well, you got a problem? I know you. Right. right. We don't even know that always... much. We thinking in our head and yeah. say, what the fuck yeah. is he looking at? Yeah. Instead of saying, what's up, bro? How you? You good? We don't do that anymore. We don't. We just don't do it. Man, I was explaining to a friend of mine the other day what is definitely like what's what's heartbreaking to me is i used to be able to read the killers and the gangsters you could just see in their minds what they got going on in their soul it's a lot of soulless individuals out here just based off a first glance you don't know what they're capable of doing 
you know, and and it's and it's serious. They they bring in pain and harm out here, and it and you know the the fact that it's be is encouraged in some ways. Like, you know, I don't want to ride with him if he ain't got a body, or you can't join this gang or get this tat if you ain't drop nobody. And I mean, I'm here to tell you, like, ain't nothing gangsta and cool about shooting nobody. Nothing gangsta and cool about scraping no brains up off the pavement. Nothing gangsta and cool about shooting out no funerals. None of this that we keep portraying that, like, it's something that we have to do. Or, and it's definitely not a badge of honor to go to goddamn prison. I wish you would hit me with the prison challenge. I'm talking about, like, man, that shit, okay, like, really, you couldn't get a cell phone free? Out, you know what I'm saying, with your freedom. Like, as black men, we have to understand how important it is for us to be part of a family unit or part of this society and be constructive in the society. Mm-hmm. Not destructive, not subtracting and taking away. And if you don't want to take care of the baby, then don't make the goddamn baby, man. <laughs> like, really. Now, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I, would, I disagree with you on that. I think black fathers take care of their parent, their children more than more, much more than it is publicized. I think black black fathers mm-hmm. do take care of their parents. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, their children. Mm-hmm. I think black fathers are a part of their children's lives. Mm-hmm. Now, that part of society is not necessarily shown for us because that's a positive part of society. Mm-hmm. But I think that on the on the average, that black men take care of their children. I could be wrong, but within the society I grew up in, mm-hmm. and me and my generation having children, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot more of us taking care of our children than not necessarily not necessarily doing so. Now it may be an argument with the mama at uh-huh, this particular uh-huh, point, uh-huh. and we may not be around, but eventually we're gonna solve that problem and be a part of our children's life. Now mm-hmm. you tell me if you think I'm wrong, uh-huh. but I think that we take care of our children a lot more than. Is and then it's probably publicized. Well, I'm gonna say you're right simply because I refuse to hang around a, a man that won't. Right. So if you're hanging around you me and you got kids, you 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 you're gonna be a one with your kid. Right. If you don't take care of your kid, I'm you really not an associate of mine. Like we we can't really rock because I it just it's like that guy it that hurt me, man. You know because that's really you. That's a miniature version of you. If you don't have respect for a miniature version of you, I don't know what you might do to me. Me, right? You know, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, that's just how I look at it. Everybody might not think like me, but and I'm glad they don't. But <laughs> on this one right here, it just is a perspective that I stand on. You know, right. um, and like I say, I tell people all the time, man, I probably would be doing something totally different if my daughter hadn't dropped. You know, um, that's the best accomplishment I could ever have um, to create a life. You know what I'm saying? And to raise it. In a way where it's, productive. where she's, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Can help me. Can help you, right? You know, um, that's just, that's me. You right. Know? Um, and I understand people out there that don't want to have children. Uh, why would you bother them? They mm-hmm. don't have to. You do whatever you would like to with your body, and mm-hmm. I respect that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think a lot of times, um, I think now, you mm-hmm. know, Generation X and stuff like that are not having children. Mm-hmm. You know, Younger kids, you know, our kids are younger than us, maybe in their, you know, 20s and 30s, maybe in their 20s, are not having children, are not even thinking about it and don't want to have children. Um, mm-hmm. When you think about the, the the prospect of having to raise and take care of and feed another living person besides yourself and yep. that be your main responsibility, mm-hmm. that is a 
that is a, a weight that can't be lifted and it won't be lifted because to be honest with you, you'll never stop being a parent. No nope. people say eighteen and then that's over. But no, you know, I still talk to my children now. My youngest son is thirty one years old. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. and I still try to guide them down the right way to do stuff now at thirty one, thirty four and thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. So you never really stop being a parent. You just have to realize that some things that you may want your child necessarily doesn't see it that way when they get a certain age. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to know how to pull back just a little bit. Not enough to where they're going to do bad, but enough to where you say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to pick your own, you know what I'm saying? You pick your poison. But I gave my daughter free reign, free will. Mm-hmm. I just was like, know your limits so you don't mess something up so bad that I can't get you out of it or help you. Or you do something so devastating that it follows you for the years to come. Right. I mean, and like you say, they, they learn pretty, they really learn it when they're in the womb, to be honest with you. They part genetically you and the woman that you had them with. Yes. So they're going to take on some of them characteristics and traits too. So, I mean, it should be a learning experience for everyone involved because, like I told my daughter, I ain't never been a parent before. This is my first time. Mm-hmm. So how I know if I'm good at it or not? Right. Or how do I know I'm even meant to be a parent? Right. Some of these folks having kids ain't even meant to be fathers or, 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 or mothers, damn, they ain't even relationship material. Right. But, hey, man, you know, and then we'll bring four and five of them in. But, you know, some of the older, my elders were telling me that these young women and some of these women look at kids now as like a business arrangement. What? Marriage, too. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? If I get two no, or three marriage kids. marriage can be a business arrangement. I, 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 think, uh-huh. I think that we, we're fooling ourselves to think otherwise. I think marriage is a necessarily a necessarily business arrangement. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily all business, but some business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some business. Well, I mean, you think about it. For you a can second. file taxes on it. That's all I can say. So, <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, so I it's can't business. File taxes on it with my girlfriend, but with this marriage, right. we going and I can file taxes on my do- on my daughter when it was time. But you know, but I mean, I feel you. And I hear you. Um, the main thing I say, like, I, is is to just keep doing what we do. Um. I try to relay messages in ways where sometimes I don't even have to open up my mouth, be it what my tattoos may say mm-hmm. or what my clothing may do, mm-hmm. the way, how I walk or just opening the door. Like, man, my mom told me that somebody went through the door before her and didn't hold it open. And I'm like, what idiot would let the door close on a woman 70 plus years old? Like, you got to be out your mind. That's common sense. That ain't even got to be chivalry. Right. Like, I don't want the door to close on me, so I wouldn't let it close on a man, right. let alone an elder, uh, you right. know, right. man. But simple things. It's the simple things. If we started focusing on simple things that don't cost nothing, yeah. that can change a person's day, make that person smile. That's called make common a courtesy. Common courtesy. If I'm walking through the mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. and I don't just generally gesture to hold it open mm-hmm. and it's not how to be for early one this this is for a guy oh yeah, yeah. i then i don't know how to come now sometimes now sometimes don't get me wrong i'll i'll gesture to hold it open they may be so far back that i don't let i don't hold it open no more i just let mm-hmm. it close but mm-hmm. when i'm walking through the door walking in and somebody's right behind me i'm gonna hold the door open for them but mm-hmm. a lot of people haven't learned that common courtesy a lot of people don't know that that's just common courtesy that's not nothing major that's mm-hmm. just courtesy well, I just started using courtesy now as a survival tactic, too, mm-hmm. and to diffuse things. 
Like going in a room full of folks with weapons. Now I'm like, hey, everybody, what's up? Excuse me, gangster. My apologies. Hey, excuse me. Can I get in front of you? You know, I'm speaking. I'm saying, hey, what's up? What's Why up? It's better that with, than, than me mugging in that mug. You know what I'm saying? And he like, do I know this guy? Anyway, that's your fault. You shouldn't be in that environment. Oh, well, you know the environment. I'm just trying to get some chips, trying okay. to get a, a, some water or something. Okay. You know, it's, it's the gas station. Seriously. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna say, what the hell? It, is, the environment nah, is check public. You. What the hell are you doing in that environment? Hey, man, you'd be surprised though. But sometimes I gotta go where I gotta go to to help the people I need to help. Okay. Or to get the information, man. Like right, the plight, right. the plight ain't always in it's Beverly not, Hills. Right, it's not somewhere. always. It's not always green. No, nah, it the, ain't. The, the grass sometimes is dead. You like grass have, is concrete sometimes, right, sometimes where some folks are. You have to go in that concrete. I oh yeah, they respect okay, you I more, respect man. You, you know, but at I'm the just, same time. At the same time, you have to protect yourself too. You, well, I protect myself with the shield of the the, the Most High, man. Right. You know, um, it's just a it's a it's a aura, a vibe you have to have, where you kind of like not to be fucked with, but you you kind of like not you, you you can it look like you can help somebody or hurt them almost. I mean, <laughs> you, which which way you want to balance this thing today, my guy? You know, and when you do it like that, right. sometimes it comes off comical. Right. So I get what you you're know, saying. but the thing is. I don't approach situations with chips on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. I don't leave the house with something that negative and bring it to work right. or bring it to the environments that I'm going to. Right. And I see a lot of that happening, man. Like it could be a, 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 a coworker just step through the door. Don't nobody even know her. Next thing you know, she thinks she all that. Look at her head. Look at it. And I'm like, how she thinks something? How do you, you don't even know the What's her name? Right. You see, you got, I mean, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I, I, first of all, just get quiet and start working because I don't like to be around it's, all of that stuff. It, do you think it's the persona that she portrays when she walks No, the door? because these or women... Or just a just negative thinking? It's, it's almost like survival of the fitting competition now. Uh -huh. Like, like it's, it, no matter where you're at, it's competition. It's, it's up. It's uh -huh. up at work. It's up at the gas station. It's up in the Popeye's chicken line. <laughs> it, 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 anywhere you want to be. Popeye's chicken Anywhere line. you want to be. I saw somebody put a post up, and this lady called it Pope Yes instead of Popeye's. It didn't make no sense to me, and it wasn't funny. Pope but Yes. Pope Yes, man, bro. These folks TikToking and doing anything to get attention, and that was one of them. But I, I say that to say, saying, but. I say that to say you get shot over a chicken sandwich. No pickles. Pope, pope I've never heard that before. You shouldn't Pope, have. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't have heard it if I hadn't been scrolling down my timeline right, right. checking for something. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. That's when I'm like, some of this ignorance could just miss me. But <laughs> Yeah, that with, one that one definitely should have missed you. <laughs> hey, what can I say, man? It's a bunch of, man, we could go on for days with All that. Right, right, right. And <laughs> So but, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. We're talking about all the problems and all the things that we think that may be an issue within our community. Uh -huh. What can we, where can we start to start maybe addressing some of these issues? Because, you know, mm -hmm. to, to get it honest, to be honest with you, me and you having this conversation is good. It's good. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. we have to do other things in order to address those situations in order to make, make certain things a little bit better. Now, you can't make a magnitude of, mm -hmm progress mm -hmm. in a certain in a short amount of time don't you get you get what i'm saying no that progress has to be right those, that progress has to be gradual well um first thing first is i can only live my life man i enjoy this right so i don't have a time limit on it right i don't have a, a demographic no more man mm -hmm. i have what i want to do mm -hmm. and if you relate to it and you like it 
you come on here. You know what right, I'm saying? Because right. I can bet you this. Anybody tuning in that has seen me in person and know me, they know I break bread. They know I help. They know I don't hardly ask for nothing. They mm -hmm. know if they ask me for something, it's going to happen. They know if I say I'm going to show up at 3, I'm going to show up at 3. Mm -hmm. Lab, you said show up at 7.15. What time did I show up? Right, you was here seven fifteen. All right, so <laughs> when you get that from me, right, right, who I can wouldn't necessarily want to be around someone that's gonna provide something beneficial, right? And you can take something with you too. I don't even really like to show up empty-handed when I go out, right? Most of the time, you know what I'm saying. I always try to bring something, mm -hmm. something to give. If somebody invite me to something, I'm like, what I need to bring, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't even like going certain places when I don't have it. Mm -hmm. And it it is really my pride to a degree because I'm like, man, if I'm here to help everybody, I, the helper can't need help. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I try to be stronger than what I am from time to time. Mm -hmm. But I do know my limitations, and that's when I fall back. Mm -hmm. But in falling back, I still help somebody like, mm, before I, you know what I'm saying, hit right. that ground. Right. One more help off. Because when I'm doing this, for each person I help, that karma it's like a big ass pillow. Cushion. Cushion. So when I finally hit, boom, I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I'm safe. You know what I'm saying? That's the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've learned that. So you believe, so, because mm -hmm. I believe in it too. Do you, mm -hmm. So you believe karma is a big thing. Like, I believe karma is what you make it. Mm -hmm. Karma is nature. Karma is energy. If mm -hmm. I throw a rock out right there in some water, right? It ain't karma that them waves are going to spread and affect everything else mm -hmm. to a degree. That's nature. That's what's supposed to happen, right? So you can call it karma because that's what they say it is, but I know if I do something negative, it's going to come back to me mm -hmm. because my energy is so powerful, what I can manifest, it's going to come back. Mm -hmm. Now, if I don't want it to come back to me, I best not do it or I need to tone it down. Sometimes I got to tone down what I want to happen to a person because you can shoot past it. Right. <clears throat> and so, I mean, you know, those are lessons for another another day for right. some people, you know. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I do believe in what you do Um, definitely comes back. It's what you put your time and what you put your energy into. Mm -hmm. If you have a thousand stacks of bricks and you put your time and your energy into something and you build something, you're going to get what you put your time and energy to build. That's true. If that you just true. scatter them bricks apart, right, and then it's a storm – Sometimes you can't look at it as bad karma. It's a storm and I ain't got no house. You scattered the bricks apart. What you, what you think was going to happen? Mm -hmm. You build that hut. You build that enclosure and you got something for yourself. Right, right, right. A lot of people, man, giving up hope, man. They giving up aspirations. They giving up desires, dreams, man, because they don't know how to pursue them. Mm -hmm. They put time stamps on them. They put dollar signs on them. They put their dream in somebody else's hands. That's a big. That's that. Now that right there is a big problem. Mm -hmm. Putting putting your dreams in someone else's hands is because that person's not gonna necessarily handle your dreams like you would handle them. Uh, you know, because it's not their dream, so they have no they have no um, they have no reason to protect it. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I think that's a that's a that's a big thing, and and I'm speaking from experience on living your dream and making sure the dream. Is the main thing. Nothing comes before the dream because mm -hmm. you don't want to be later on life, man. Man, I wish I would have tried this a little bit. You got to live it and mm -hmm. try to make sure that you can make things happen that you feel will make you happy. Living your dream is a great is a great thing. Now, mm -hmm. it, are you gonna try it and fail? <laughs> of course. Yeah. But are you gonna try it, fail, and keep going? You should. You get what I'm saying? The key word that folks don't focus on: living your dream. Right. If you're living it. 
you kind of not dreaming it. You're right. just living it till you get to the part, the end of what you wanted to focus on, the mm -hmm. goal. But if you're not living towards the cost, you'll never even get there. I'm always like, man, hey, if you want to make a million dollars and you die tomorrow, but you tried, you were successful to me because you keep trying. Right. You ain't going to never get it if you don't try. That's true. You know, it, 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 it's all about the intent. The effort. The, the, the effort and the intent, right? Yep, yep. And which brings me to say that if the people that I'm around don't value me enough to either be concerned enough to help me or give the good advice or try to help me reach my goals, then maybe I don't even really need to be around them mm -hmm. people. And sometimes they're like that because they don't have a goal or a dream themselves. Mm -hmm. So why help you get to where you need to get to when they don't even have a place that they can get to? And then they, because they can't say, well, would you help me get to mine? Because they don't even have somewhere to get to. Mm -hmm. and then you do have some people, they be spiteful, you know. Uh, they may have tried theirs and it didn't work. And you doing the same thing and mm -hmm. they just don't want to tell you and let it be. Mm -hmm. But me, I'm always going to try to lead you in the right place. Because if I can help you get to where you need to go, once again, I can help myself get to where I need to go. And part of me helping you, I'm learning something. Right. People don't even understand that. Most of the time, I tell somebody, if you know something and you want to master it, teach somebody that then. Right, right. Because if you're going to keep doing it over and over and over again and teach somebody, then now you become the master. Mm -hmm. Now you got some senseis around here, some young grasshoppers out here, <laughs> you know, and you get to keep your crap. Right. A lot of the things that, that I would like to do, I don't even have time to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I would love to get into some photography and things like that. That's right. a craft I want. But since I can't do that, then maybe I'll just do something like paint and color in the meantime. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? But I always try to do something kind of therapeutic or... Constructive. Exactly. You know, I, I think collect. people need to have more hobbies. Oh, I man. Think we I, need to have more hobbies. More hobbies that not only we mm -hmm. can make money from, but more hobbies that uh, replenish our uh, hearts, souls, and minds. We don't have any hobbies that do. They could be anything. Mm -hmm. But I think that we need to have more hobbies. I say that all the time that mm -hmm. people need to get more hobbies, get more things that they enjoy besides social media. Exactly. Where they can disconnect for a few minutes mm -hmm. or a couple of hours, mm -hmm. do something else more constructive. Because I tell you, sometimes just doing something with your hands and, and doing that make, can make you feel a, a, amazing. Mm -hmm. Watching and scrolling with your eyes is okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't knock anybody from being on social media because I'm on there too. Mm -hmm. Not as much as I used to be. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, having a hobby, something else separate from that mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. It's great. I think it I think it does a lot a lot for your mind, body, and soul. So I'm looking at uh one of the comments and, and one of my grind time affiliates, Big Zach, is saying effort is the key. And it definitely is, man. Um just that word effort, man. Effort shows that someone was concerned enough to try. Right. You know, um, and it's a lot of people out there that are upset because when they attempt to confide in someone, no one puts time and attention and effort towards their what what their problem is. Mm -hmm. Then then they they ball up and get into depression. Or it, it takes the, it takes effort. This is effort. What I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Speaking to my people, you know, um, getting up and, and just going off script and speaking from the mind, speaking from the heart, having an idea of what I want to say. Um, it's taking effort for these people to tune in and listen to me. That's true. This their time. I really appreciate that. They're giving me their time. That's one of the most valuable things that you can give someone, time and attention. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and um, that's what we need to start doing. One thing that I've noticed that I like, and I'm never going to be so competitive or so high strung or think I'm that to not watch other people's podcasts, not shout out other people's podcasts, not learn from them. There are a lot of whack-ass podcasts out there, I'm going to admit. But you do have a lot of brothers out there that's trying to take this platform because they fed up and they're trying to speak. And so I'm trying to join that particular movement. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I got a song I'm getting ready to work on called Vessels mm -hmm. because not all everybody has the charisma or the the time not everybody had the resources to do what i'm doing right now so i'm gonna be the vessel for them man right. i'm speaking for the underdogs i'm speaking for the incarcerated that's innocent i'm speaking for the incarcerated that's changed and want to be free that right. don't want to be in there that don't think it's cool to be in there that's trying to convince the other folks in there to stop stabbing and killing people i'm speaking to them kind of people mm -hmm. i'm speaking to the people that's sleeping on the trains at night speaking to the people i'm walking past them miss 30 degrees, it's 20, 15 degrees, and they balled up on the concrete next to a speed bump. Right. I'm speaking for them kind of people that don't get to have this particular opportunity and a microphone on them. They can't invest in themselves and project what they want out there in society. Mm -hmm. So if they got a voice within me, you know what I'm saying? Some people that can tune into this, they may feel a little bit better. They may feel like it's hope through me. I've had people live vicariously through me when I thought I really wasn't nothing. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Not to say I'm a nobody, but I like to say that we all are, you know what I'm saying, equal to an extent. We all have something special about us that no one else has. Mm -hmm. And when you link that and you activate that, then you are who you are. Right. Or you've become what you need to be. But with a lot of what's going on out here, man, the lack of the values, lack of the morals, lack of people to look at, lack of things to listen to. People are holding grudges. They're holding bad judgment. They're holding negativity. They're depressed. They have anxiety. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's anxiety because they're sitting at home with just electronics mm -hmm. because you can't interface or interact with humans, man. Get your ass out there in life and breathe some air. Go fish, man. Go take somebody somewhere. You know, just go to the park, man. Do something that fly a kite. When the last time somebody flew a kite? <laughs> oh, oh. I'm just oh. saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, I used to be the flight, flight, uh, the kite flying champion. <laughs> but it, it's something interesting about that difference. You gotta have nature working with you on that. You gotta know what right. you're doing. Right. You gotta unleash that spool, and then it's fun though, and you get exercise. Right. You gotta. It's you gotta, win wins you gotta all pull along. That thing yeah, back. you gotta gain you gotta control. Keep it from flying away from you. Mm -hmm. Hey, I used to be the. Uh, kite flying champion in Chicago on the on Lakeshore Drive. Get on there that beach, mm -hmm. let that lake wind. I'm just I'm just reminiscing for flying a kite. Yeah, I used to do that thing. It's, <laughs> it's like one thing, you know, my purpose, like I say, ain't to talk at you. It's to talk with you right. or to represent what a lot of these people want to be represented. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I say, it's it's people out there that want things to be done, don't know how to go about doing it. We are pretty much plan in action type of people. I like to be proactive rather than reactive. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people sometimes aren't motivated enough to set up the guidelines to set themselves up for the future. As we were explaining, you know, bef before we went live, man, a lot of these people, especially young, the younger generation, man, they're not looking past two to three weeks, past two, three, four months. Man, I'm looking five, ten years, twenty years, fifty years. I'm looking for as long as I think I may be on this earth alive. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I'm surely not finna shortchange myself and think I'm finna be here for two more weeks. Right. So I want to set myself up minimum ten more years. Uh huh. 
and and my daughter too, and 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 my grandchildren and the kids, 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 and on and on and on. Right. If I can't do it financially, you best believe I'm gonna do that shit mentally and spiritually. Right. That's more important, damn near, than the wealth to a degree. Knowing how to get it, knowing what to do when you get it, knowing how to put yourself in a position to treat someone worthy of giving you an opportunity to do something. Right, right. Now, uh, here we go. Without morals, how do you even know what to blame yourself for? Oh, there you go. How do you Explain know what you're doing is wrong or right? How right. we know? So, well, first of all, you should know because of what happens to you or what the reaction that you see of what you're doing, how it affects someone. Mm-hmm. If I slap the shit out of someone, clearly they're not going to like that. But mm-hmm. what I want that done to me. Right. Moral-wise would be like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't do that. If I don't want it done to me, I operate off of golden rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you have it before I take it mm-hmm. from you. That's mm-hmm. just how I'm built. Right. Um, you know, uh, I like to diffuse once again. A lot of people are more... Offense, 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 offense. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets to the defense, damn, you already done tore me out the frame with the offense. Now right. you're trying to defend your actions. Right, right. And it, sometimes it don't make sense. If you just have some patience, mm-hmm. some, some, some skills to communicate, we can work this thing out. Right, right. Do you think, though, I, I don't think, I don't think we put enough emphasis on um, conflict resolution. You know no. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Conflict resolution is a big thing. I think we need to really know how to do that. And I think that's the reason why so many of our children mm-hmm. go down the path that they go through towards violence because they don't know how to do, they don't know how conflict resolution, how to de-escalate situations. Sometimes mm-hmm. you sit back and you, and you breathe for 10 minutes you mm-hmm. realize that what that person said for 10 seconds, you realize that what that person ain't that big of a deal. Exactly. Do you care really like, because do you care what they said? Because you might not even see them again. You what? get what I'm saying? So a part of conflict resolution. Now, let's get back on that. You said, depending on what you say. So one of the main things I've noticed with the younger generation is, oh, he, dis- he disrespected me. Uh-huh. Right? Now, I be like, okay, disrespect. You got a 30-shot clip in your gun over some disrespect and nobody touched you with some of these young folks you could be 10 feet away they can't even smell your breath you can say the wrong thing Rap. Mm. disrespect i thought it was he done hit me got too close to me getting in my personal space we done duped it out a time or two or something no man you could be six feet deep by saying something that somebody didn't like and you aren't even within slapping distance of the person. Mm -hmm. And that bothers me. Mm -hmm. First of all, because if I'm not close up to you, we should definitely be able to try to come to some resolution because I ain't even closed the gap on you. Mm -hmm. We pretty much throwing the conversation at each other for right now. (laughs) If I'm throwing the conversation, (laughs) to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. and you and a a group of people, Mm -hmm. how you know that throw was meant for you? I didn't say your name because I don't even know you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I'm throwing something six feet away, Mm-hmm. And within the group of people, mm-hmm. that might not even been meant for you. Well, that might have been meant for you know that oh, might have been meant for somebody in my goddamn group. Well, uh, how about this? How about that I can get shot over a parking spot, over a lane change? Yeah, that can happen. And I mean, like, I don't know if this person has children. I don't know if they caring for a terminally ill grandmother. 
I don't know who depending on this person. Right. I want a parking spot, right? Is it worth dying over? Is it worth getting aggravated assault, murder charges over? I don't even get the shop because I just shot somebody. Now I got to try to drive away or wait for the police to come. What did I accomplish? Right. How was I disrespected? The person ain't even said nothing to me. They just swooped in the parking spot before I did. That's, that's, that's the problem. Now, we got some seriously disturbed people. If that triggers you into an okay corral shootout. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I think society on whole, all society, is, a ang- is angry now. We are all angry people. Okay. Me, myself included. We are all angry people. I think society as a whole, are, are we are angrier now. It's just the way things are. I don't know why we are. It could be media pushing and pushing this narrative, that narrative, and that's this and that on us, mm-hmm. which I believe is a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But we are angrier people. Okay, now I see I got my partner Daniel Martin watching. And um, one thing I like about that guy right there is he hold me accountable. So he'll say, okay, man, I, you, you're talking a good game. Right. Okay, right. you recognize that we violent. You know what I'm saying? But like you would ask, okay, what are some methods? Now it's time to start discussing some methods. Or what are some of the things that's even triggering it? How do you right. identify it? Right. So we got, okay, yeah, it could be in what we watch. All right, so personally, if you ask me, I know we've been exploited through the movies. I know we've been exploited, you know what I'm saying, through the music. Mm-hmm. All right, now, yeah. can some of these chemicals be triggering it? Mm-hmm. All right, then what we listening to, sometimes what you read, if it's false media, false propaganda, right. you're reading false history, you know what I'm saying? All of these things, if you're confused about yourself, confused about or desensitized and programmed as to what you're looking at. See, on these TV shows like Power and all this, Buddy gets shot and five minutes later, he look healed up, he having sex, he making dope deals again. Get shot in real life and tell me what's happening. Right. That's not happening. Okay, next thing you know, my, my guy get locked up out the same scene pretty much. Bailing out, you know, these things don't happen in real life like right, that. Right. The music you listen to, I'm telling you right now, I don't see nobody walking down Allen Temple with no two, three hundred thousand dollar chains on, and they not running around. Your average person does not have a ton of kilos. <laughs> they just don't. Okay, now they got them sticks. I give them that. Right. Right. Because they're using them. Right. So you you know that. But the other stuff, and they shouldn't be. But the other stuff, you know, at some point. You just have to understand when when it's fact and fiction starting to blur lines. Mm-hmm. And even if they do, that don't mean it's cool. That doesn't mean we should be doing it. It's like at what point do we as ourselves say, you know what, man? I don't like looking at this. Or I don't think this is right. Or, wait, did he just say I loaded up the clip, blew his head off, went over to his baby mama house, got some head, and then I robbed the bank? Or something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And your next person is like, I'm going to do that too. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting into the point, the double-edged sword, they don't want to be tried on it. Mm-hmm. But you want to do everything you see on TV, but you don't want to go in court and stand on that shit. You don't want no consequences. Now, it. I'll let everybody know, uh, I try not to even really speak on what I be doing. And if I do... If you brought it up to me and I did it, I can't say shit, but damn, you did your job. How y'all get that? Right. But I'm not going to keep telling on myself and then expect for someone to bring it, telling on myself on a beat 
and then expect that if someone want to bring it up against me, that it's not gonna happen. Yeah, like don't give nobody no weapon to take you out. Right. Well, the, the, the 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 you know the cloth that I'm cut from. I couldn't even rap about some of these things, some of my partners. I couldn't say my homie Nard did this and that right, right. in the cause they gonna be like, really? We might need to go on over there and check on him. Right. If he got it like that, we waiting on him the next day. Right, right. I think a lot of times, even in that scenario, and I get what you're saying, not saying, you know, what prevents us from going down the Violent private is what I'm asking. What mm-hmm. prevents us from even having to be silent about what we're going through? We, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't have to worry about that because we're not doing anything wrong. Why? Why is? Why is the negative so prevalent and so? Why we consume it so much? Why can't we just? Why can't having a regular job be good enough? Why can't being at home with your girl chilling, mm-hmm. watching TV or a movie or something mm-hmm. be just as fun? Why do we have to be out doing so many negative things in order to be seen as, you know, got it going on? You know, I, I could be at home chilling. I might not go out for a whole week mm-hmm. when I'm good. You get what I'm saying? Why can't that be the, 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 the image that we portray? Well, um, why can't I put a picture of my Versa up and be like, yeah, I'm yeah, look at Versa. me, look at me by this Prius, y'all. <laughs> like it, or, you know, or not. Love it or leave for, it, man. I always got to put $20 worth of gas in it, and I'm good. Well, honestly, there is life like that. It's called confidence, mm-hmm. not giving a shit. It's called paying your own bills. But the programmed like to follow the trends. You know, I'm not a part of the masses. I don't want to participate in what everybody participates in because now I'm, we we the same. Mm-hmm. I want to be a little bit different. You know, I want to be the, the the person that spark a thought that 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 changes a direction when everybody going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me one time what I like to lead or what I like to follow. I said I don't want to do neither. Mm-hmm. So if I'm leading somebody, first of all, the follower is going to elect the leader. Mm-hmm. All right, and if I'm leading the followers down the wrong path, I'm shit, they just as good as me. They, eventually, they're gonna get rid of me. Right. Well, why the hell would I want to be a follower and follow the wrong lead? Right. What I'm gonna do is be me. Now, if you, if, if we are like minded, if we attract, if we got the same vibe, I'm not even necessarily leading you. Mm-hmm. I'm just, we just happen to be going down the same path. Exactly. And now we go down there together. That's uh-huh. that's cool. But you already were on this path. Exactly. I don't need to tell you how to walk down this path. You've been walking it already. This no. journey is yours to hey. take by yourself. And I'm taking my own journey. We just own the same. We just happen to be in the same neighborhood. Nobody has to appoint you to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You be yourself. And if what you're being or what you choose to do and your purpose is enlightening and meaningful, mm-hmm. you're going to yield some harvest and some fruit from that. Like, you're going to... The people that you need to be around, you're going to start showing up. Mm-hmm. Just like when you keep negative company, the people that you don't need to be around going to start showing up. Mm-hmm. The people that might knock your head off going to start showing up right. because that's what you're around and that's what you're attracting. Right. Um, right. I believe a lot of the times you have more people that want to judge the people that are doing the negativity rather than figure out why or figure out maybe how to help or figure out maybe how to distance it. Like, I'm not going to run to the negativity. Y'all can have that. So if you want to be saved by me and you're about a bunch of negativity, good luck with that. Right. 
I'm going to go get my homies, though. But other than that, I'm not even going to be around that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've gotten to the point now where I, I've had to stop some green lights on people. I've had to stop some people from doing some things that I know would harm themselves. Mm-hmm. Some people I couldn't save sitting in jail right now. Some people pushing up daisies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they'd have listened, they wouldn't be. It might be different. Oh, I know it would have been different. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've had some people... I know if I'd have been in a certain situation or they're too long, something would have happened to me. And so with all of these things, man, I have to learn from it. And now I'm at the point where I'm wise enough, tactful enough to be able to speak to people on it. Um, I don't want to just speak about trending things. I don't want to speak about who scored the most points because when I go out in life and what I encounter and the purpose and the mission I'm on, it don't align me with a lot of that. Right. It aligns me with people that have newspapers for pillows. Mm-hmm. Um, it aligns me with people that go to the martyr stations and put coats and shoes on chairs and seats so when people that don't have it come by, they can get it and put it on because mm-hmm. it's cold out. Mm-hmm. I'd rather spend my time doing some things like that than necessarily trying to brainwash myself with what I can watch on Netflix, to okay. be honest with you. Okay. Um, and don't get me wrong now. I mean, I'm not, I'm human. I look at entertainment, but what I'm about to do in some of the episodes to come when y'all tune in is start showing you how this entertainment bleeds into reality. Mm. Um, and how everything that you may think is science fiction and all of that really got a lot of truth behind right. it. Right. Me and Slick say that all the time, like, they making these movies. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. I'm not going to go into depth. Gotcha. We mm-hmm. have conversations. They uh-huh. making these movies, and then five, ten years later, yeah, it is. Man, it, like you get I, what I'm saying? But like, ain't nothing more vindicated than the conspiracy theory your ass conspiracy theory <laughs> that your ass had to eat for about 10 to 15, 20 years. Uh-huh. And I'm going to bring this one up. With that, I'm talking about that RIFD computer chip. <laughs> Man, I was on that on Behold the Pale Horse in the 90s. Right. Mind you, the book was written in the 60s or the 70s anyway. Right. So that's 30 years before that. But I was like, hey, man, damn, they talking about chipping people, right. man. And everybody like, boy, you on that Star Trek shit, boy. There he go. There he go. Conspiracy. Right. Conspiracy. And here we are now. It's here. So you can believe it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? It's on you. But all I can say is, is this. You can think this thing is a state-to-state thing, but it's really a universal humanity thing. It's deeper than what your government got going on as far as what the state government, the U.S. government got going on. Because if it's a new world order, we're talking about the planet. I like to try to think on the level of those those shadow organizations that's running the planet. You can be trying to go to these little polls on this little pol- political bullshit all you want. They answering to the people that's controlling the planet. So when you start realizing how you control the planet is through the resources, the entertainment, through the finances and all of this, even through health now, they're getting you with the COVID. Mm-hmm. You'll start understanding how to Div- get ahead of the curve. Div- Divic. Divock. We're going to call it Divock. So Divock, or whatever they want to call it. So yeah. A 1920, whatever number it is, right, whatever right. they got going on. Right. <laughs> all right. Y'all know what it is, but all I'm saying is don't let the conspiracies blind you. And don't get so deep into somebody trying to prove something that you don't see the end goal. 
Even if it wasn't, even if they didn't have the computer chip, man, you already know your phone chipped up. Mm. You know you got a chip in your wallet when it comes to your credit card. You know your phone is voice activated. It's face identity. So it's coming. No, Ain't nobody got to try to convince you. What you need to be doing is just trying to get ahead of the curve a little bit because you're going to get left behind anyway. (laughs) But yeah. All we can do, man, is try to teach, man, reach out and talk. That's what you're going to get from me. I mean, help, honesty, and what's really going on out here. There you have it. So Mm -hmm. in in the episodes to come, we're going to talk about a lot of things, a lot of aspects of society itself, and a lot of um, uh, different conspiracies that may go on or may not go on. We don't know. Mm -hmm. We can't say for sure. No, one we can't. thing we one thing I I think that your show is gonna do is gonna teach. You're gonna reach one. You're oh gonna yeah. Teach one. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we need is one to understand that a lot of times, just trying reading a book, doing something positive can change the narrative of a whole community. But uh-huh. we, you gotta you gotta do it like the guy said. Just what he said, what Jason say last. Just showing up. Just keep showing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Keep showing up to do the do the hard work, to do yeah. the difficult work. Yeah. And eventually it'll get easier. Well, you know, I'm going. I, first of all, I'm buying a recipe book. Then I'm gonna go to the grocery store, get the ingredients. Right. Then I'm gonna heat the oven up, grease the pan and everything. I'm gonna bake the cake for you. I'm gonna do all of that and just slice it up and give it to you. Okay. Or I'm gonna write the prescriptions out and give you the doses. You want a strong <laughs> that's, that's, dose? That's, what you want a gram yeah. dose? Yeah. You want a milligram? You want a so microgram? <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna get dosed up in here. You know what I'm saying? And like try not to let the truth be a hard pill to swallow. The truth don't offend me, and it should never offend you. When folks be getting mad at the truth, if I got to tell you a lie to spare you from the truth, you kind of broken. Mm-hmm. I need to hear the truth. If it's I got six seconds to live, shit, let me, let me know so I can get the most out of them six seconds. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. It's going to happen to me anyway. Right. Shit, you know, but it, to, to, to mute that, and there's a line being drawn in the sand, man, where... The truth is becoming fake now. It's false now. You know what I'm saying? Right is becoming wrong. And and good should, good ain't good no more. You know, they want bad to lead. You know, all this mm-hmm. other demonic shit they got going on. And I'm like, no, no, no. We finna, that narrative. We pausing it. Yeah, put a pause on it. You can control your narrative. You can control actually what you want to intake. You can control what you're looking at. You can control what you're watching. For those people that are watching me right now, you could have been watching something else. But would you have learned from what you're watching? And if so, I appreciate that too. Cool. Put me on to it. But if it's just some bullshit, you know what I'm saying, or just something regular that you hear and you come across every day and it didn't do anything to put you ahead, you know, how is it really even beneficial? What's the point? What's the relevancy of it? Yeah. Like, I'm all about what's beneficial to me now, man. And um, <coughs> I when, think in the next chapter we talked mm-hmm. about reading, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh-huh. I just, once the thought comes, I got to get it out. Uh-huh. Once in the next, next episodes when you go along, you know, we talk about reading. I think you need to give some of the books that you've read and, and read, you know, like okay. a okay. towards the you know, towards yep. the end of the show. Not now. But I got in the you. next mm-hmm. episode's future mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. do that and I'll give a few of the ones that I've read that I think people should read. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anyway. The funny thing about that, man, I'll read a book that I really have no interest in or I don't want to even really read, but the information in it is something that I haven't I don't know or I would need to know. Right. Um, sometimes it's so boring you can't even hardly get through it. But that's a lot of the reasons why people don't want to read because right. it's like, man, I mean, you know, you, you're sitting in place. 
you, you got to, you know, pick up where you left off and mm. things like that. I've been noticing, like, a lot of people, what do they do if, let's say, the power go out and you can't watch that Netflix or your phone, your, your phone cracked, the screen cracked. Yeah. I've had my phone where I couldn't see the numbers, couldn't answer, couldn't talk on it. I was like, damn, this is freedom. I felt wonderful. Right. But in my conscience, I was like, man... These other folks having a fit. They can't reach me. Right. They're trying to text me, this and that. Like, I was more upset about the fact that everybody else used that as a means to communicate with me than the freedom I had of not having to do it. Right. It was, I mean, it got you. It's like, you be on edge, man. Who is that texting that? Like, I don't want to be like that. Right. And it's like, okay, so if you're at home by yourself, some people single, sing, single. Uh, so you got a kid that ain't got no brother. You ain't got no siblings. And you get bored. The first thing you're going to do is crank up a video game. Are you going to look on your cell phone, get on TikTok, YouTube or something? Are you going to get on your computer or turn on the TV? But I started thinking, when everything on the TV ain't interesting to you, when you don't want to look at your timeline and when the music sounds like garbage, what do you do? Right. Seriously. I, I read. Me too. Oh, I read, I, I paint, I, I color, I make my music. I make the entertainment I want oh, then. I in, you see what I'm saying? Why, whatever it takes to make my, make my mind, because my mind mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. to keep that going mm -hmm. it never stops working it never s slows down mm -hmm. so I have to do something I have to read I read and write mm -hmm. I, you know I write poetry I read I um, even when I'm reading when you talk about dictionary mm -hmm. there's words within that, the, the book that I'm reading that I don't know mm -hmm. I actually highlight that word and go look it up in the dictionary so I'll know it for reference later on Mm -hmm. So I do, I do a lot of things. DJing is one of the biggest things that I do. Um, I do a lot of things in order to, to try to keep myself from being on social media and scrolling so much. Mm -hmm. So it can be done. Mm -hmm. It can be done. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just recently here for me, mm -hmm. <clears throat> last month, I want to say last month, you know, um, Instagram had blocked me from liking stuff and making comments. Okay. And it was because I liked stuff too fast and too much. And I thought wow. to myself, how are you going to give me an app mm -hmm. to like stuff on, mm -hmm. but then block me because I'm liking stuff on it too fast? And I'm thinking to myself, well, how fast is too fast? Mm -hmm. How many likes is too many likes within the time frame that you are giving me? So that right there just turned me off so much to social media because I'm saying to myself, I'm getting punished for liking stuff on an app that you built for me to like it, stuff yeah. on. You get what I'm saying? Well, we so got that right there made mm -hmm. me stop. I, I don't even be on there as much as I used to be no more. That right there turned mm -hmm. my mind to say, why are you even on here if you can't do and do the things that you're supposed to be doing on here without getting punished for it? You get we, what I'm saying? We got freedom of speech, but if I can say the wrong thing and they'll shut me they down shut on here. shut you down right now. I could get fined. Right. Uh, I could say the wrong thing and they'll, it'll be admissible in court. Right. But we got freedom of speech. Right. So I'm smart enough to understand, you know, I got limitations. So my freedom doesn't necessarily come from what this system allows me. My freedom comes from being able to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Being able to wiggle my fingers and my toes and things like that first. First, I'm just proud and thankful of all of that. Right. Then I start focusing a, pers a perception and a perspective on what I got to do out here because I'm in the matrix. Mm -hmm. I don't have more knowledge that I, I, I don't have to go to the hospital when I'm sick. Mm -hmm. I don't have the kind of knowledge that makes me bulletproof. 
I don't have the kind of knowledge that makes me untaxable by the government. Right, right. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not disease proof from all this other stuff. So whatever anybody else got to go through in life, I got to go through it too. Mm-hmm. But what I do have is a mind. And a mind that you shouldn't let anyone control. That's the strongest muscle in your body. Right. And that's the most important thing in your body. Mm-hmm. And if you got control over that, you can't try me and take my mind and my knowledge from me. Right. You can't arrest my mind and my knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So, and the only thing you have is to, to shoot shit at me like what they're doing to try to control it. Right, but if I right. understand that's what you're trying to do, then it doesn't work. Then I can fight, fight, fight against it. Exactly. Right. But there are so many other people out there that act like they don't see this mm-hmm. and act like they don't know this. And at some point, I'm like, how can you not know? But if you don't know, then okay, now it's time to just start dishing it out, mm-hmm. giving it to you in doses and increments. You're going to get it from me then if you can't get it from nowhere else. They have. They have. So, what? So, um, I think you need to get everybody your social media information because people are asking for it on Facebook. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, right now, I mean, if you if you at Medic AGD, that's my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then it's pretty much Alex Dickens on Facebook. Okay. You know, for those that that's tuned into it. Yeah. I have a couple people on, Insta- on Facebook asking what's okay. your link um, okay. to your Facebook and social media. And that's okay. it, fellas. I'm pe- uh, people, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to shut the show down. We're going to get ready to go, but I'm going to let <laughs> Medic God shut it down and tell you yeah. about things to come. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully you guys will tune in because, you know, I've had shows on here that wanted to give you this kind of information but for some reason it got construed and it that wasn't necessarily done. But I think I think I think he's gonna try to get it on the right path and gonna give it to you in doses and micro doses and increments to where you can understand and consume it and process it properly. So yeah. knock yourself out. Yeah, I'm definitely not gonna force any of my opinions and views on anyone. I also uh I welcome advice, opinions and, and, and rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said before, man, I'm just trying to be humble. I like to give a few shout outs though. Like, right. what's up, Big Zach? I like to shout out Lisa Bangham. I like to shout out Alicia Nicole, MP Nario, Gigi McGee, Peel, Kevin Kelly, my daughter, of course, my brother, you know. I mean, grind time official. All right. See you next week. That's right. All right. Grams of leaders of CCs, pounds, close cash, close call, close encounter, close up, pounds of leaders of grams, get your dose stuck, cut this up, host up, and get dosed up. This for them vote, they like to move and make the most of Monday night at eight. I can't wait to set you straight. These opinions and debates for them four.